Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. January 20th. If you don't know, we do a daily financial news show every day. If you like your financial news in little bit chunks, do me a favor, like, subscribe, comment. And if you find an article I should read, always feel free to send it to me. Easiest way to do that is to DM me on Instagram. Again, one rental at a time. Before we get started, let's congratulate two more people that did the work, found the deals, closed them. Folks, this is a contest I am doing to see how many people I help. It's part of my positive impact score that comes out every Sunday. So let's congratulate CJ and Dan and Trin uh, for getting their next deal. Your cards will be going out in the mail today. Again, if you want to get your card, all you have to do is close on your first or next rental property. To indicate that one rental at a time helped you in some way. Keep in mind, I am a very easy grader. Uh, so if the book or this channel helped you, let me know. And then give me your address. It's really, really hard for me to guess your address. So if you want one of these, I need your address. And I would happily mail you one of these cards. When we are looking at the news of the day, man, not sure where to start. Uh, well, okay, okay. Yes, folks. We do have the little puppies with me in the morning. Uh, they are a little more rambunctious given that they're at the office instead of my house, but uh, we'll see what happens. So again, back to the news of the day. Uh, what I'm gonna talk about first is jobless claims. This is something we are going to have to watch. At this point, it is a blip. Uh, as we've said many times, economic statistics that come out weekly, we wait for validation. Uh, however, this one Blip is not good and warrants um, careful examination next week if it continues. And that is that jobless claims went up and they went up significantly. Uh, they were estimated to be 225. Uh, they were 230 last week. They came in at 286. That is not a good number. This could be a problem. Uh, but again, we won't overreact until next week or perhaps the week after when we get validation. Keep in mind, I am talking about a slowdown this year, so this will be one of the numbers we watch. I think this is just a little bit early, but again, we should watch. Uh, saw yesterday that the NASDAQ hit correction territory. It was down uh, 10%, might be bouncing this morning. But again, yeah, NASDAQ's down 10% already from its peak in November. Uh, looks like Biden had a press conference yesterday. I did not watch it, have not watched it, but I read summaries about it, and it sounds like He's actually saying that uh, Putin is going to invade the Ukraine. I think so also. Uh, my opinion on that is uh, I think Putin is going to test Biden, the UN and, or NATO, uh, as well as, um, yeah, just going to test us to see what's going on. So not sure I feel really good about that. Not sure I really, uh, you know. I'm not sure how I feel about Biden saying, you know what? He thinks that Putin is going to invade. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Next up, we got Biden talking about uh, Powell tightening or the Fed tightening. He says he is all for it. 
these are things that uh, uh, I think you have to be careful what you wish for. Uh, obviously, inflation got ahead of us, and um, it is something we must be dealing with now. It's going, it's, as I've said, when you start tightening, and if the Fed gets as tight as I think they need to, we get a little Paul Volcker like, one sec. It's going to cause a business recession. The business cycle is going to take over and that's going to mean more jobless claims and it's going to get uncomfortable. So it is going to be interesting um, to watch this unfold all year. Uh, looks like the SEC is out talking about apps and trading apps. This is something I have talked about before. Trading apps that encourage trading are essentially you know, feeding on... Uh, our need to gamble or that exhilarating feel. I do not think investing should be a gamble. I think you should do the work. You should make educated guesses. But when you are encouraged to trade and do options and all of that, bad things happen. And I think the SEC is looking at Robinhood and the like. So we shall see where this goes. Uh, Peloton has obviously had a very rough year or the rough six months. Uh, but <clears throat> come here. Sorry, the dogs are far more active when at the office. Uh, the Peloton Insiders, it's been good for the insiders. They sold half a billion dollars in stock before the crash, right? Before the stock went down. Must be nice to have insider information. Now, granted, a lot of this could have been estate planning and happened anyway, but you got to admit, it smells a little bad. Um, I read an article about the five metros where it is easiest to save for a down payment. I like articles like this because it takes into account wages. If you've been following my channel, you know I don't believe it's about prices. I don't believe it's about interest rate. I believe it's about prices, interest rate, and wages. It is those three factors that drive affordability. It is those three factors that tell me if a market is expensive or not. It's not price. It's not interest rate. It's price, interest rate, and wages. So uh, did I say who wrote this article? I didn't write it down, but I can find it if you're interested. Five cities where it is easy to save for a down payment. Again, area, average income, price, and then they assume 20% down payment. So number five, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Median price is 228, 45K down payment. Takes about two and a half years to save for a down payment. Number four, Trenton, New Jersey. 165K median, 33K down, one year in 10 months. Cedar Rapids, Iowa, 117K median, 23K down payment, a year and nine months. Springfield, Illinois, 82K. Anybody invest in Springfield? That seems pretty cheap. Uh, 16K down, uh, one year and three months. And then finally, Bloomington, Illinois. Bloomington, Illinois uh, is interesting. So 105K um, 105K median, 21K down. It takes about a year to solve. I don't know. Again, I'm just sharing information. I'm not sure. I haven't really thought about if these make great rental markets. I would almost think not. Right? One of the things, uh, if it's that easy to buy, I wonder if there is really a need to rent. But again, Ann Arbor, Trenton, Cedar, Springfield, and Bloomington. So very interesting stuff. Um, what else do we got? Oh, again, we expect companies to go shopping. We saw Microsoft make a significant acquisition. This is something that happens in um, 
as cycles turn, right? We've had companies talk about like Jamie Dimon, uh, Warren Buffett being great examples. They built their cash they built their cash savings. It is now their war chest. And as companies' values reset, see lots of valuations in the NASDAQ as an example. Um, you're going to see some companies go shopping for technology. You're going to see some companies shopping for market share. And yes, even some companies shopping just to get rid of competition. Procter & Gamble for the second quarter in a row is raising prices. Yes, folks, the things that you use to clean your house, Procter & Gamble is big in you know, babies as well. Prices are going up. Uh, they have seen prices go up across their supply chain and are passing it on to consumers. Half, this is important. This is why you got to look at earnings. Half of Procter & Gamble's growth in the last year came from price increases, not selling more widgets. Half of their growth came from selling more widgets, or I'm sorry, yeah, half from selling more widgets and half from price increases. Inflation is real. This is the whole nominal versus real GDP argument. Interactive Brokers founder Thomas Pettifree, don't know, sounds right. He is out with a very interesting article that I actually read a couple of times. He basically said if the Fed is serious about squashing inflation quickly. They've got to act like Paul Volcker and they've got to raise rates quick. They have to be, sh they have to shock the market. And he said it should, it would take somewhere between four and a half and 6% on the short term. That would do bad things to the economy. That would, uh, that would certainly bring inflation down. Now he's not calling for that, but he's like, these little quarter point moves aren't going to do it. Inflation is going to be with us for a long, long time. That's why I keep telling you folks, buckle up. It's the 1970s and we are here. We have wage inflation that's not slowing. Uh, we have a Fed that doesn't get it. Uh, they eventually will, but they're not getting it now. So very interesting. I uh, got an article from a subscriber and a student of mine. Uh, they've been investing in Bakersfield, California, which is a couple hours south of Fresno. Uh, he and I have actually been talking for 15 years or so, uh, but it looks like Bakersfield is now on the map of some big money hedge funds and Wall Street. Apparently, an article in the local paper, the local Bakersfield Gazette or whatever it's called, uh, has noted several private jets flying into their airfields looking at their real estate market, uh, and it sounds like they are making plans for build for rent. This is something we saw in Texas. I want to say, I want to say Fort Worth. It's, I read so many articles. Anyways, build for rent is real. They're seeing that Bakersfield has had uh, significant rent growth, no inventory growth. So it looks like, looks like a little sleepy town of Bakersfield, California is going to get some love from some Wall Street. Uh, in the article, which I really love, they talked about affordability. This is, this is the metric, folks. Uh, Kern County, which is the county that Bakersfield in, has an affordability of 45. Now, that means nothing to you until you know the scale is 0 to 100. And that when I'm only concerned, as I write about in that book, One Rental at a Time, when it gets below 25. So it's 45. And statewide for California, it's 24, right? So the state is unaffordable. It always has been for a long time. Uh, but Kern County is very affordable. Uh, these are the things, again, price, interest rate, and wages. Those are the things to look at, not just price, not just interest rates. 
And then finally, uh, two things. First, micro strategies. Uh, Michael Saylor, obviously a huge, huge bull of Bitcoin. He was interviewed the other day about the, I don't know, drop, crash, whatever in Bitcoin. And he basically said, we're not selling, we are buying and holding. At which point I sort of chuckled because if the board wanted to, they would just fire him and sell Bitcoin. MicroStrategies is a public company. Uh, they are not private. Uh, so no matter what Michael wants or not, if the company wants to sell, they will. So I got a little chuckle out of that. Michael obviously owns lots of Bitcoin in his own name, which of course he's going to hold. But I did think it was pretty funny that a public company uh, would come out and say they won't do something. They'll just fire you and do it anyway. That's just comical. And then finally, 2021, there were lots of housing records to appreciate. I've noted a few. Medium price got up to 386. Record low inventory, 1.38 million. Folks, I did an interview yesterday with Matt, the mortgage guy, and I've said on here a couple of times, the next six to eight, maybe 10 weeks is going to be a little dicey. What you are seeing is first-time homebuyers rush off the market, the ones that were like hesitant. Rates are up half a point. So expect lots of offers again. Expect bidding wars because there is no inventory. This is predictable. I told you it was coming. Uh, so record low inventory, 1.38 million. It should be closer to 3 million. Uh, the average, 61% of homes had an accepted offer in two weeks. 61, that's crazy. 56% of homes closed above asking. Wow. Investors bought a record 18.2% of homes, about one in five. Second home demand was up 91%, almost doubled. So I wanna ask you, here's a question, get, your hand, get ready, leave, uh, leave comments below. What do you think? First interest rate rise in March. So March 15th, March 16th. Will the Fed do zero, meaning they will not move? Will they raise it a quarter point, a half, or three quarters? Let me know what you think in the comments below. I just want to see where your guys' head's at. Uh, there's a Fed meeting next week. We don't expect a lot other than, you know, hey, we're going to taper. We're going to be done, all of that. But yeah, let's start talking about March. What are you seeing? Uh, March 15th and 16th, and I think it's probably clear at this point, I think they are going to raise a half. They have to raise a half. They have to shock the market. The beauty is I've been telling you that for months, and now there's a lot of talking heads saying, you know what, the Fed really should go half a point. I'm like, I agree. So let me know what you think below. Again, like, subscribe, comment, be an active member of the channel. If you close a deal, let me know your address, and I will mail you some cards. Uh, we're up over 400 now on our way to 500. Take care, everyone. Have a wonderful day.